0: pack of the Future is brought to you by The Ticket King. Whether you're making the trip to see Aaron Rodgers and the Packers play at legendary Lambeau Field, you want to see Giannis and the Bucks at the beautiful Pfizer Forum, or the Badgers, Brewers, or any concert tickets you might need, The Ticket King is your source no matter the occasion. Visit them online at theticketking.com and search their selection for yourself. And remember, there's no such thing as a sellout when you can go to The Ticket King. One more time, that's theticketking.com. Techno- I gotta get my biceps a little bigger. Yeah, you can always work on that one. Well I can sure use a hot dog with chili. You know what time the game starts? Hey, you got any left-handed footballs? We need to fire him. Is anybody else tired or is it just me? Good thing I'm gonna show you. You got any eligibility left? I got some advice for y'all. Take two weeks off, then quit. Welcome back, Packer Nation, to the very first episode this season of Pack to the Future podcast. I am back. I am your host, John Jameson, and we got some fresh blood, some new meat. Danny Sherman, my man. I've known this dude for so freaking long. Um, dates back to what, probably 07?
1: Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. Something Pro- like that.
0: Probably 0- 06, 07. And it's just one of those dudes where you just instantly bond over the fellowship of Green Bay Packerhood. <laughs> I mean, am I am I right or am I wrong?
1: Right.
0: I Definitely right. right. I, I love hearing that. I look forward to hearing that a lot this season, actually.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Definitely right.
0: <laughs> um... But, dude, it is, it is so freaking good to have you on, man. I, I know that I've been, uh, Danny, like, Danny's been so freaking amazing. And, like, after, after Packer games happen, he like, text me about the games. And it's just basically, like, everything that I thought might have happened in the game, he'll, like, text me and be like, dude, this happened. And, like, this is, like, this is why. And I'm like, that made so much sense to me. So <laughs> it's like he's always just, like, he's always led me in, in like, you know, thinking like, "Hey, I might actually know a little bit of something about Packers football." But Danny, I'm not even—I'm not even joking, you guys. Like, it is an extreme privilege and honor to have Danny on with us, and I'm looking forward to covering Packers football with you, brother.
1: Hey, man, glad to be here.
0: It's awesome, happy brother. Let's go, <laughs> dude. Um, basically, what just happened in Week One? Um, the, the Packers kicked off the NFL season against the dreaded Chicago Bears. Went down into Soldier Field and they took care of business. Um, I mean, what what is your main takeaways from the game that uh, transpired on last Thursday?
1: Uh, well, you said they handled business. I'd say, like, yeah, they took care of it. Uh, defense took care of it. Offense, yes, sir. the offense eventually uh, did their part. Um, they didn't look very sharp to start off. That's for for sure. I remember, I just remember sitting there, I was kind of, my wife and I were watching the game together, and we were like, are you, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> here we are, punting again, way back, backed up in our own, in our own territory. But, hey. Dude. I'd say.
0: I mean, speaking of punting, man, J.K. Scott should win an award for that performance. That he, Like, he, might, he may have just locked up puncher of the year after week one. I
1: mean, he got in his reps. That's for sure.
0: He got. He got. In his
1: and he, and he <laughs> performed. I mean, you don't want to see you don't want to see the punter out there, but if he's going to be out there, you want to see him. You want to see him do well.
0: Yep. And I mean, just going going back to what you said, dude, about um, you know the the offense not looking sharp, and I mean the trend continued uh, from what I saw of Rogers getting sacked on third down, and it seemed to be a very very common thing last season and that's trickled into this season and like I I guess the, I guess a question that I have for you about this whole thing was is um I mean are you confident in the ability because I think the I think the center and our two tackles are just fine but the guard play to me was a little alarming and are you are you down to bring it, uh, Jenkins just yet or are you gonna give uh, Lane Taylor a little more time
1: I mean is it's only one week and obviously the Bears they've got a great defense. Um and this is a new group, right? I mean this group hasn't played together for years and years, um, like some of the, you know, groups we've seen in past years and with the Packers. So I mean Turner and Taylor, like you said, both guards. Um I think it's just gonna take some time. Um, I don't know that you you know pull I don't know that you pull Taylor just yet. Um, let's see how he does against the Vikings front. Vikings aren't, you know, their defense is still still good, you know. So I mean, we'll find out sooner than later.
0: Anyone anyone that's listened to Pack uh, to the Future for quite some time knows uh, they're fully aware of my just Quick to jump to conclusion things, so <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, let's let's get uh, let's get Lane Taylor out right now and get Jenkins in there. And I, I really, honestly do not not to just start up some you know controversy right away, and, um, uh, whatever whatever you want to call it. But uh, mm-hmm. I I do think that I do think the best that we've seen from Lane, t- and I'm again I don't want to make it sound like I'm jumping to like such rash conclusions right away. But, I, the tape that I've seen from uh, Elston Jenkins and um, and all all that's like what he's shown even in even in the preseason and stuff. I'm like, yeah, this guy, this guy can. He's got the body. He's got the speed. He's got the he's got everything everything that you want a guard to have. I think I think he has. So yeah, um, I think I've seen enough from Lane Taylor to kind of be like. Yeah, dude, I, I just don't think that you have it anymore. Um, when he got bull rushed, like in the first like couple plays in the game, I'm like it just like started that turn I started watching him more and it's like he never really he never really got comfortable out there. And granted, mm-hmm. you're going up against the best you could say arguably, but I'm just gonna call him the best front seven in football. And like you need you need to be up for that game. Like you need right. to be you need to get up for that game. It's it's your division rival... And mm-hmm. you you need to come out there and and protect number twelve at all costs. And from like from the get go, like you're just getting bull rushed and and thrown on your back. It's like it's like, dude, come on, man, like get get your head in the game and let's and let's see what you got. So, and he didn't he didn't show me enough. I I probably I'll put it this way: he's on a short leash with me. I think man, I think mean, he, he, he starts he starts against Minnesota for sure, but he's mm-hmm. he's on a short leash. I'd say.
1: Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, a few weeks into the season, if he's, I mean, if Rodgers is, if Rodgers is landing on his ass because Taylor's not doing his job, that's not going to fly. Yep. And then we'll probably see Jenkins out there.
0: Yep. So, yeah, we'll we'll see, we'll see what happens with that, but I know that, um, I know that some people have been talking about that, and uh, I think, I think that that's, that's just something to keep an eye on, because... I think I think for the most part the offensive line did do a really good job against uh, that that front line. I think Rogers still showed some tendencies to hold to the ball a little bit longer than what he should in that in that game. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just kind of been the trend for him over the last couple of seasons, and I don't really know what don't really know what's been what's up with that. I mean, you have any you have sure. any thoughts on that?
1: I think some of it's probably just trying to get comfortable with a you know, uh a, a changing of the guard so to speak with his wide receiving core and whether it was guys being hurt or it's been uh through, you know, off season moves, they've got so many young guys. Last year was all young guys basically. Um and you know, Cobb was Cobb hadn't been putting together sixteen game seasons in a while, so he was always going to be banged up and out. And then I think Rodgers just get, ends up in a situation where he's trying to, he's trying to do so much and trying to carry so much of that burden. Cause he also knew that there was no defense really last year either. So as there hasn't been for, for a number of years, but, yeah. <laughs> um, but I think that's on it too, but I'm sure they'll work that out. They'll get, they'll get it figured out because as we know now first. Four weeks of the season or so is kind of like the preseason because none of these guys get the reps. None of the starters get like the reps that they really should um, to kind of get that chemistry going. Um,
0: no, that's that's very that's very true, and I it's it's I think that's I think that's a talking point that you can talk about for a long, like just kind of really try to dissect, but no one no one's ever really going to know like what that how that really plays out without playing cuz you saw the Rams do it uh 2 years in a row mm-hmm. and it's like last year they go to the Super Bowl it's like yep. you know you don't it it there's no I don't think there's any proven statistic where it's like all right if you sit out the preseason that you're going to suck or if you play right. the preseason you're going to come into the season you know like a like a well-oiled machine so um but no I w- I will give you that that Rodgers has he's he's there's been some changes um, many changes, and I mean the first thing that the first thing that I'll, I just want to get your get your thoughts on is that we've seen one week of a Matt Lafleur uh, run offense, and I mean I don't. There's no. I don't want you to like try and like you know go too far out there, but I, mean, <laughs> I, I use are you seeing anything anything that you like that might be different than McCarthy? Is it? I mean. I, again, I don't want to like really try to compare the two coaches, but I mean, what what are your initial thoughts of you know what you've seen out of Matt Lafleur's offense?
1: Well, yeah, like you said, hard to hard to judge anything after just one week, but um, of waiting, you know, waiting all preseason to wait for this offense to be revealed. Um, but uh, I mean, overall, it's so so. I don't know if we had to grade it out, it maybe get maybe maybe Lafleur gets a maybe you get to see. Okay. Um where, whereas I, I it, it just the way that the game felt, like how it progressed, it was like it felt like it started with LeFleur had a game plan. That game plan clearly wasn't being either it wasn't being executed properly or it wasn't it just wasn't working. You know what I mean? Yep. Um I do like that they I like that it looks like they're gonna feature Aaron Jones more. Uh, and they're gonna try and give him uh, more snaps, more touches, uh, which he should get. I think he's earned it. He deserves it. He, I think he could. He's got the talent. He's got the. He's got the ability. At least he's shown so far. We have yet to see it because McCarthy never really gave him, gave him that, that role. But um, I think he's got the. He's got the ability. He could probably be. He could be like a top five back in the league if they use him right. He's got one of the quickest first steps. Uh, he makes his cut and he goes. Um, and he can catch the ball. So
0: that and I, what I've seen out of his redirects too are just it's, yep. it's insane, man. Like the way he the, it's a play is you know mm-hmm. it's slated to go to the left, and you know he sees that hole on the right. It's like it, yep. it's, his vision is I yep. think what allow is what separates him from a lot of. How long was a running back? A position and need in Green Bay for like, is it, you know, obviously we had the, the seasons of Eddie Lacy just bruising and dominating, but it, you know, those days, those days have come and gone, and it's like we were looking for something, and we we tried it. We had a little bit of moments from mm-hmm. Starks here in there, but it's like we, it's like we now we have, and I'll even throw Jamal Williams in there too, in the sense yeah. that I think that both these guys have, um, at least at least capabilities of of bursting bursting out into the open field finding the lanes and just getting the job done I think the book I think Aaron Jones does it better than Jamal Williams but um it's just nice to know that we have some dudes on this uh on this team that can get it done
1: yeah it's a I think it's a overall on offense it's a young young talented roster group of guys that uh, they just need, they need to be all beyond, they need to be on the field together. They need to They need to be in game situations where they need to rise to the occasion and get it done. And then as they do that, they're going to, I think over the course of the season, we're going to see like, they're going to gain more confidence. You're going to see Rodgers have more confidence, which is going back to why he holds the ball so long or seems to sometimes. I think it's just that little bit of, in the quarterback's head of like, not being able to just just sling it when you wanna sling it because you're not sure if your guy's gonna break on that route the way he's supposed to and you're gonna throw to a spot and is he gonna be there or not. And, and and that just comes with time. That just comes with the reps, repetition, you know?
0: And I we've spent uh fifteen minutes here basically talking about the offense. And um I think that I think that we all that's, that's been that's been the majority of the talking point for even even with like in a pretty mediocre defense last season mm-hmm. um the offense still stole the headlines because it's like you have rogers at quarterback it's like yeah we but, want yeah. to see we want to see points on the board and we want to see a fluid offense but man rogers post game he goes we got a defense and I mean are you are you calling this defense for real Danny come on now
1: I'm going to call it for real. That's Maybe funny. that's being that's a funny. homer. Maybe that's being a that's homer funny. because everybody, It <laughs> seemed like everybody in the media, the story after the game was, it wasn't and still isn't. Nobody's. The narrative has not been the Packers defense is going to be good this year. The narrative has been, oh, Mitchell Trubisky sucks. Or, <laughs> oh man, the Bears offense was just horrible. And we'll see what happens with this. And I'm like, well, no, look at what they did. Look at what they put out there. Look at what they put on tape. Like none of that's a fluke. What they did. Yeah. They executed, they did exactly. they went out with a plan and they executed it. Unlike the offense, but the defense went out and did that and they got it done. And it showed like, dude,
0: Patton Patton's this dude last year, I think was a first year as a defensive coordinator that he didn't have yep. a defense in the top 10. Like that's that's the caliber of defensive coordinator we have, and now that, now that he's got his group of guys, and that he added, I mean, dude, how big were the free agent signings? Like, Cute. They, were, they 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 beat the Bears essentially. The dudes that we went out and picked up, like the job that they did really? against yeah. against that offense, it was just remarkable, man. And it's like everywhere. Everywhere that those dudes needed to be on that exact – on each each play, they were right where they had to be. And it was um, – honestly, the Smiths, they look like they're just – they're going to be insane together. And Amos obviously seals the deal against his old team, but he was always in the right spot. And then yep. – um, Call, I mean, obviously, this is the first we've seen um, in-game of Darnell Savage, and the dude looked – I'm not. I'm not going to say the word "savage" because that's just that's not that's not right. But <laughs> uh, uh, but the dude looked like he would all the, all the preseason hype surrounding him. It looked like he was worth all that talk that people were giving him, and I was so impressed with with what he brought to the table. Um, and obviously, you have the young stud and Jair, who's just the dude's just going to oh, excel. Okay. Yeah. He's just going to keep growing and growing into into being one of the best defensive backs in football. That's a guarantee. And mine, there's two two defensive plays that stood out to me, and that was the Tremont Williams pushing the wide receiver out. Um, I thought that that awareness was just that's, – that's the stuff that these young cornerbacks and these young – because our secondary is young, dude. It's yeah. so young. And that's the type of play that they need to see to be like okay like this is this is the type of awareness I need to have this is this is where I need to get to and they look at a guy like Tremont Williams doing that and for him to be out there at his age showing off like that and and making a big play like that that was awesome and and then in the first quarter the bears were marching the ball and it was third and one um they they're, they're going to run the ball i think the ball's at the 45 yard line um their side of the field and Kenny Clark just pulls a swim move on the left guard and just shuts the lane down and stuffs the, And I'm like, dude, when I saw that, I was. I think I <laughs> stood up off my couch and just was. I gave the biggest let's go. I think I, I did all night. Because I'm like, dude, seeing Kenny Clark do work on the defensive line is. It is truly amazing what that guy brings to the table every single week, man um he that Hopefully dude is a legit he's a legit superstar Uh um, he,
1: yeah he's one of these young guys that you forget about because you're like oh when was that guy drafted like a few years ago but he's so young he's he'll be 24 during this season he'll turn 24 <laughs> next month and it's like so he's had a few years to develop and like oh, i mean come man. on when you come into the league and you're 19 it's like you've got you're 19 years old, like you're still going to be, he could still be growing at that point in time, you know, like developing into his own body even.
0: So. Oh my gosh, dude. I mean, talk
1: about a pick where it's like, yeah, you draft a guy and it's like you can't really fully grade that guy until like give him three years, see where he's at. And like that's been the case with him because early on it was like, I don't know about Kenny Clark. I don't know about Kenny Clark. Last year we saw glimpses of it, and I think we're going to see him take a big step forward this year.
0: Well, as of right now, the Green Bay Packers sit atop the NFC North after just an amazing, amazing dude. And I will just add this one last thing about the Bears, the Bears game. I -hmm. could not get enough of the Bluebirds. I could not get enough of the Bluebirds. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? It was so beautiful. It's music to my ears, man. When I hear that whole stadium, just they, they were booing in the first half, man. I'm yeah, like, that's... this is this is insane right now. What's going on? Uh, music, music to my ears. And I'm going to tell you this: I'm so glad that this game is in Green Bay against the stupid, dumb Minnesota Vikings. Because if I <laughs> if I heard that first down horn go off in Minnesota I would I would um, probably lose my mind already I need I need to get to that place throughout the NFL year um, to be like accepting of, of what's about to happen um, mm-hmm. but dude the Vikings come into town and it honestly the defenses maybe they're maybe they're a little bit less than the Bears um, but this is another defense coming in that's a that's a fact. Yeah, I
1: mean, just another team that knows you well, you know.
0: Yep, and I think the I think the good thing that we have going for us this year is um, just a new a new look on basically both sides of the ball. Um, hope, that's yep. that's, what, that's at least what we're hoping for with um, Lafleur and the offense that he wants to incorporate in Green Bay. But um, mm-hmm. if, if any if we can say anything, it's like you know you hope that you know. Because they've seen the same Mike McCarthy-led team come into their stadium or come to Lambeau, and yep. they knew what they were they knew what they were getting. And um, so, like you said, you can't make any rash judgments after week one. But what I'll say is, like, you know, give give Lafleur a couple of weeks to kind of get things moving. And you know, these teams really don't know what to expect. To be honest, so um, what. Like, what are your what are your uh, thoughts of um, the Vikings coming in here, and what do uh, what do the Packers got to do here, man?
1: Well, yeah, I'm curious to see, just like everybody, right, just like all the all the other teams across the league that will face the Packers. Curious to see what their offense is going to look like as the year progresses, and uh, you know, looking forward to seeing the defense to continue to show up as they did. So, I mean, I guess for. For one thing, that for sure, Uh, defense is going to have to show up. Uh, Vikings ran all over uh, the Falcons last week. I mean, Dalvin Cook is, when he's healthy, I mean, as we saw in just his first year, unfortunately, he got hurt down the stretch. But that guy was a beast. Yep, and I, and I and I'll remember that he got hurt because it effed up the rest of my fantasy season. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man, he he picked up where he left off, basically showing showing why he's he's the man there in Minnesota right now. Um, but if we can, you know, I don't think you can really stop guys like him. I think he's one of those special players that you you try and slow down um, and force cousins to throw the ball because. He only had uh, 10 pass attempts last week. Um, That's and so, so, funny, <laughs> so, I mean, it's not like the guy's got a ton of reps coming in. Uh, so, see what he can do. Try and force him to beat you, just kind of like what they did with Trubisky. And I think Cousins is one of those quarterbacks where uh, you don't necessarily have to get to him early, but if you just keep enough pressure on him throughout the course of the game. Come like third quarter, fourth quarter. He's gonna he's gonna be pressing, and you're probably gonna be able to get a pick or two. Yep, if you're yeah, if you just stay the course. Um, because like you said, this defense is a new look for teams as well. And this Green Bay secondary this year is definitely uh, they can cover better. They're younger, they're faster, they've got a little bit more experience, um, and just there's more team speed on the defensive side of the ball. We've never seen. at least it's been years since we've seen the Packers have this much team speed on defense besides Tremont. (laughs)
0: Like I know, I know last year for sure the Vikings offensive line was just atrocious and, you know, it, it got a little improved, but it's not like it's like a drastic improvement. Um, You know, obviously, you know, Dalvin Cook makes a lot for himself when he starts running the ball because he's just, like you said, he's that type of impact player. Um, but the Packers do have um, a real chance here to dial up some pressure on Cousins and you know, like you said, force him to throw those interceptions. And you know, i, I always I always think to myself when the Packers play, like the more opportunities you give Rodgers to dissect the defense and you mm-hmm. know understand what a defense is doing, like the the better the chance. Packers have to in that game. And um, you are now in a in a position where like 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 we've stated, like I think you know, we're both in the same mindset that the Packers do have a legit defense this year. And you know, this is I think I think something like this is only gonna help Rodgers uh, get things moving. So yeah, defensively, um, if they can keep up that that type of performance, um, it's the Vikings are gonna have fits. Uh, against against this Packers D and um, uh, switching over to the offensive side of the ball, um, what are you what are you looking what are you looking for the Packers to do to try and you know, essentially like, cause ten points I I don't think is going to do it against against the Vikings I just I don't think ten's going to do it I mean how can they how can they pick up um, the pace a little bit and just get things moving to where they're scoring more points.
1: Uh, Well, I think starting from the defense helping the offense, I think if you can get, if you can get, win that turnover battle and you can get maybe, you know, one or two extra possessions for the offense, that'll certainly help. Um, I think they need all the reps they can get. They didn't really, um, last week was just such an anomaly uh, of, of a game. It was just almost, it was... We, in an in an era where like all the rules are set to really help the offense it was such just a defensive game on both for both teams um so i think you can almost kind of i think we'll be able to look back at the end of the year take that game week, week one and kind of toss it out it's not going to be it's not going it, to it's not a good way to to look ahead and say this is what we're going to get um but that's i think that the, they just need to get some more reps they'll get out there and um like you said, I think they definitely are going to have to put up more than ten points. Um, we know Devonte Adams can ball, and the Bears knew that. That's why they doubled and triple covered him <laughs> for for the better part of the whole game. Um, but what we don't know is who's going to step up in this offense. You know, who's going to step up as uh, another favorite target for Rodgers this year? And hopefully, we get to see some of that um, any, on any Sunday. Um I don't know. It's tough because it's like, you know, the way that the Packers offense has kind of been uh, as we've seen it has been, you know, there might be a game that pops up here where one guy has a good, you know, GMO has a good game. But then, you know, he doesn't get targets the next week or or whatever it might be, you know, and we're kind of just like making it work with it was kind of like we're just making it work with. Whatever works, like Rogers is just kind of just figuring it out as he goes. But there isn't like that next guy or that second or third guy where he's got that level of trust. At least that's how that's how it looks. That's how it feels, you know. Yeah. So I don't know who I don't know who that might be. Maybe it's maybe it's MVS. Hopefully, I don't know. He's he's shown in moments like the guy he's got elite speed. Yep, yeah. and. If he can continue to show that his hands are there, um, I think it's just a matter of uh, getting in the the time, building up that rapport with Rodgers, and it'll be fun to watch. Dude, I saw <laughs> I you can get I it saw, together.
0: I saw Trevor Davis make a football play against the Bears.
1: I know. I Dude,
0: just, are you serious?
1: It it kind of it like terrifies me because i'm like because i'm like like that's great but this is not what we've seen from you for how many years like all we know about trevor davis and all i think anyone knows if anyone knows the name trevor davis is fair catch inside the five is yeah is oh that guy's a special he 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 plays special teams
0: yeah he fair catches inside the five yard line
1: yeah like he (laughs) All you ask him to do is go out there, (laughs) catch the ball, don't drop it, take a knee.
0: (laughs) Don't do too much.
1: Don't
0: Um, don't tie Montgomery this one.
1: (laughs) Seriously. I mean, so, I don't know. But, you know, everything, like the buzz coming out of camp was like, oh, like Trevor Davis as a name out there of somebody who is maybe, you know, a little bit impressive in camp. But it's like, how many times do we hear that? But like, what happens in camp doesn't translate. To the actual games that mean something, you know.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll say, I'll make I'll make a little prediction for this game, and I think that um, we didn't hear uh, Gmo's name a whole lot.
1: Yeah, you're and, right.
0: And I think that I think that this next week, I think um, I think against the Vikings, I think I think Allison's just because you know, obviously, it does take time coming back from injuries, and um, unless unless you're a super mm-hmm. freak like eight. Um, adrian peterson or you know jordy it's like it's like these guys like bounce back like right away but i think that i think that we're we're i saw i saw some uh really nice speed out of GMO and just he i've always really loved his hands like i think that rogers gets a ball anywhere close to him and i think that he catches he has a pretty high catch rate i don't i don't know what the exact number is um Oh, yeah. Man, sometimes I wish I wish I had Dusty here to be like, oh, just rattle off what the exact <laughs> uh, percentage is. But um, for real though, it's like that dude has a, a nice catch percentage. And um, but um, I'm looking, yeah, I think I think is because, like you said, I think that MBS has all all the ability in the world to be a number two on this team. But you need you need another guy, and it, it's got to be GMO, and. Um, I think I think that the the Vikings have some very good cornerbacks, and not to mention Harrison Smith um, in the safety position yep. that just kind of is a is a he's like he's I'm not going to compare him to Charles Woodson, but that dude um, he's everywhere. He is he is literally all over the place. Um, so I'm like I'm sitting here and I'm like someone's got to step up, and I think I think. I don't have I don't have any type of extra intel than anyone else on this. I, my gut feelings just tell me that Gino is going to have a nice game here, um, and Devontae is definitely not. What was Devante like? Uh, Thirty-seven yards or something? Yeah, that's not that's not going to last. Devante,
1: yeah, no, he's, 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 he's going yeah,
0: to have yeah. a game too. Let's not. We're, that's not even a question. But like you said, I, I laughed. I laughed when you talked about like the triple team when he counted out the number of Bears players every yeah. yard. And I'm like, dude, that's so. That's so funny. It's so refreshing to see that type of stuff on this team. Just like the swag that you know is backed up by solid play. And I'm I'm hoping that that trend continues. And um, yeah, I guess I guess the last thing right that we got, Danny, is what do you have for a score prediction against the Vikings?
1: Ooh. Let's see, I'm gonna say I wanna see I want to see offense, so I'm being hopeful. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm gonna say um 30, 30 to twenty-four. Oh, okay. Packers.
0: I, dude, if we drop thirty out of the Vikings, oh that would be that would be a glorious day. Um I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, I will go Packers twenty three. Okay, Vikings thirteen.
1: I we like a, that thirteen.
0: We, we we got we got a real defense, and thirteen points might be the maximum points they allow all year. So just leave it at that. <laughs> um, Mark that down as a prediction. <laughs> <laughs> um, but ladies and gentlemen, that is episode one of the brand new season of Back to the Future. Um, thank you for tuning in, and um, there's gonna be there's gonna be more content. This is uh, this is Danny and I's first show together, so uh, hopefully you guys like it. Let us know how you liked it. Um, follow us on Twitter at pttf underscore podcast. Danny, what's your handle on Twitter? At
1: Danny Sherman
0: pretty simple at John Jameson over here, follow us on Twitter. Let us know what you like. And uh, yeah, like I said, this is reason a brand new system here. This is actually a live episode. So, um, what we, what we can do going forward here is let you guys know we're going live. You guys can even tune in and listen to us as we do this. So, um, it's going to be, it's going to be nice. Interact with us as much as you guys want. Uh, we'll be doing Twitter questions, um, all that jazz, but we just want to get this, get this ball rolling. And, um, and just talk some Packers football because that was an exciting start to this year, and I think I think we're all a little bit hopeful to see, um, you know, let's just let's just shoot for a uh, goal of making seeing some Packers football in January. I mean, that would be that would be just nice to see again because it's been it's been too long, guys. So again, we are Pat to the future. Continue to tune into us. We're always having fun here talking about our green and gold. Green Bay Packers. Let's go. This is Pack to the Future. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Bye.